Hey, veterans. Welcome to the VA Claims Insider Podcast. We are veterans helping veterans get the VA disability rating and compensation you deserve. I'm your host, Air Force Service Disabled Veteran Brian Reese, and each week we share VA disability claim tips, tricks, strategies, and lessons learned to help you win, service connect, and get rated at the appropriate level, even if you've already filed or been denied. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. All right, what's up, vets? Brian Reese here, the VA Claims Insider, coming at you live from Austin, Texas. And hey, we're going to go live on Facebook here. Uh, today, we're talking all about post-traumatic stress disorder claims, okay, which is absolutely awesome. Um, so there's a, a bunch of things, though, that you need to know um, that are very important for your PTSD claims, okay? And so um, we're going to talk about that stuff today, okay? We're going to talk about that stuff today. And uh, I want you guys, though, to really be thinking about, uh, as you're going through this, how does this apply to you, okay? That's one of the things I, I share with our team all the time is in a mastermind concept, we have to be thinking about how does this topic apply to me, okay? Um, and that's very important because somebody might ask a question or somebody might be talking about a topic that isn't directly related to you, but maybe it's indirectly related to you. Okay, so that's really what I wanted to share with you guys today um, so that you can know that and you can understand where my heart is coming from when I share stuff that you might be going, okay, yeah, Brian, this is interesting, but it, it doesn't specifically apply to me. Well, maybe it does though, right? Maybe it does just in a little bit different way, okay? Um, awesome, we are live on Facebook. I'm a couple minutes early though, so I'm not just gonna get started right now. Um, I'm going to wait a second here and let some more folks jump in. Um, please pop in, by the way. Let me know you can hear me okay. Um, post something below. Tell me what's up. Share a boom. Tell me something that's good in life um, on this hump day. Okay, we're very blessed, again, as vets um, to get to do what we do. So uh, welcome to everybody joining us uh, wherever you're calling in from or from around the world. Um, this is totally awesome. I love going live, uh, especially broadcasting live on Facebook, broadcasting live on YouTube. Um, it's such an awesome way to connect with our audience. It's just, it's such a blessing. So you guys are popping in now. I see folks jumping in. Uh, welcome to you guys, wherever you're dialing in from. Again, Brian Reese here, the VA Claims Insider. I'm an Air Force Service Disabled Vet and uh, so blessed to lead this movement, guys. We're the most trusted name in VA disability claims. That's our vision and our mission. We're veterans helping veterans get the VA disability rating and compensation they deserve in less time. There's 32 of you on now. I see that number ticking up already, which is totally rad. Welcome, folks. Uh, again, I'm just a couple minutes early. So somebody pop in, let me know. Yep, we got sound. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you go to the bottom. There's a comment section there. Um, even if I don't answer your question live today, please post your comment below. Anything to do with, with post-traumatic stress disorder, anything you're dealing with right now and your VA claim, 
we're gonna try to answer every single one, okay? We have an entire team that supports the VA Claims Insider movement. It isn't just me, guys. Uh, I have an entire team of disabled veterans, medical professionals, military spouses. Um, we're, we're now at almost 140 people. Uh, we're serving over 1,500 veterans a month in our membership programs. Uh, we have, we're the number one channel on YouTube by a mile. Thank you, guys. Um, and we're going to keep pumping out content. We're going to keep pumping out the content you're asking for, the content you need to help get you unstuck regardless of how many times you've already been denied, maybe you're underrated, maybe you think the VA hates you, um, maybe you've got an, an undiagnosed or this underlying mental health condition that's destroying your life. Um, I know guys have been there, okay? I don't ever want you to suffer through this alone, which is why we exist live and in community, okay? Guess what? I understand you. I'm a disabled vet just like you, so I understand all of the things that you're dealing with, all of the weird things and the lies that we tell ourselves about our mental health conditions or about our disability or that I don't deserve this, right? People, there's people worse off than me. Guess what? I'm going to give you permission right here, right now. You do deserve VA disability benefits by law. It's codified in federal law. This goes all the way back to the founding of our country, guys. The founding of the United States of America goes back all the way to the George Washington days, the Revolutionary War, about taking care of those who wore the uniform, right? Who served their country, who stood up and said, who will go, I will, send me. There's, it's literally written back as far as we can go in the founding of our country about taking care of our service members, especially after they leave, right? Because nobody wears the uniform forever. Fast forward to the, the Abraham Lincoln times after the Civil War. Um, that's when all of this stuff regarding the VA, uh, Department of Veterans Affairs was set in motion to take care of veterans just like you and me, okay? And so I'm telling you guys, you do deserve it. You are entitled and authorized by law and you should go and get your VA disability benefits. If you don't, you're only hurting yourself and your family. That's it. You're only hurting yourself and your family. This is awesome. Whole bunch of more people are jumping on live. Again, welcome everybody joining me live. I'm gonna be answering your questions, by the way, live. So don't leave because if you have questions, you can ask them right now live on Facebook. Okay, I've got some awesome team members in. So ask a question you have about your post-traumatic stress disorder claim or anything else. Um, and a team member will try to answer it as I'm going through today's presentation. Um, and again, if you're watching this on YouTube or you happen to catch the, the replay on Facebook, still answer, ask your question because we're gonna pop back and try to answer as many of them as we can, okay? Totally rad. Whole bunch more people jumping on. We're over 60 now. I expect we'll be over 100 here any minute. Okay, uh, real quick, I thought this was kind of fun. I don't know if you guys know who Pat Flynn is. Uh, he's the author of a new book called Superfans. Uh, and he talks about if you have a community of folks who know, like, and trust you, you need to start being more vulnerable with them. You need to share more things with them. And so um, I'm going to start doing this every single time I go live. If I forget, somebody call me out and ask me to, uh, to say something. 
I'm going to share a personal detail about me, okay, about Brian Reese, every single time I do this. And uh, the whole goal here is just to be even more relatable to you guys um, so you can understand I'm a real person. I deal with the same uh, things that you deal with. Uh, but I'm going to share one, one quick thing about me, one quick fact and tidbit. Uh, I love music. In fact, uh, I play piano. I play acoustic and electric guitar. Um, and I sing. So mainly covers. Um, I've actually played in, in bars before. Um, I'm certainly not that good, but I'm good enough to you know, play like an open mic night. Um, but I love acoustic guitar more than anything, playing a, a solo set. Um, absolutely love music. It's very soothing for me uh, to deal with some of my own mental health conditions, um, like a, a whole host of artists. But a uh, little, little unknown fact maybe about me is I sing and play guitar, um, and I also play piano. So uh, uh, anyway, there's my quick tidbit for you guys today, again, just to be more personal to you. Um, and to humanize this process uh, that yes, I am a real person. Um, and yes, I have legs, by the way, <laughs> this is so funny. So uh, one of the members of my team, we've never met in person, right? And so she only ever sees me when I'm doing these live videos and, and you never see the, the bottom half, right? So there was a picture taken, we were out with our team at the Military Influencer Conference uh, in Washington, DC. And we took a picture and, and I had, you know, a bunch of teammates in my arms and, and it was a full length photo. Uh, and we put it out on our Slack channel, which is how we communicate. And she messaged back. She's like, Ryan, you have feet. You have legs. <laughs> yes, I, I do have feet and I do have legs. Okay. There's over a hundred of you on right now, by the way, live on Facebook. If you're watching on YouTube, again, the recording, please let me know. You can hear me. Okay. Post a comment below, okay? You can open up the YouTube description, go down to the comment section, post your question. We're gonna try to answer as many of them as we can, okay? What the heck are we talking about today? Let's dive into this. I shared my personal tip, I like, or my, my, a little bit about me. I like to sing and play guitar and play piano. Um, three secret tips to win and service connect your post-traumatic stress disorder VA claim. Guys, this is such an important topic. And it's something that we talk about all the time with our team when we're doing training. Uh, if we're chatting with accredited attorneys or accredited VSOs, which, which we talk to them all the time, we're sharing everything we know and that we're learning about claims for post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay, now real quick, I'm gonna share a sobering stat with you guys. Um, this is pretty shocking. Uh, I wrote an article not too long ago on our blog um, talking about shocking military post-traumatic stress disorder uh, statistics. And so here's something, though, that really stood out to me that um, was just shocking. So U.S. military veterans, you and me, are four times as likely to have or develop PTSD compared to those who didn't serve in the military. That, to me, that is absolutely shocking. Okay, that's what the, the research says. Now, when we're talking about post-traumatic, okay, emphasis on traumatic stress disorder, what that means is that you experienced some type of a traumatic event while on active duty, okay? And that traumatic event 
triggered and led to you having post-traumatic stress disorder. Now in VA speak, post-traumatic stress disorder, that traumatic event associated with it is referred to as a PTSD stressor. Okay, you'll sometimes hear it or see it in other circles called a stressor event. Absolutely critical, we're gonna talk about this, okay? VA claims for post-traumatic stress disorder always, I'm gonna say this one more time, always have a stressor. The other mental health conditions, not necessarily so. Okay, so things like major depressive disorder, generalized anxiety disorder, schizophrenia, bipolar, somatic symptom disorder, they don't necessarily have a traumatic stressor event, okay? But post-traumatic stress disorder always does. That's something that you guys really need to remember as we're talking about these three secrets today to win, service, connect, and get rated at the appropriate level for your VA disability claim for PTSD. Okay, now the VA actually states this, okay? M21-1, that's their governing regulation of how VA raters review and evaluate disability claims for post-traumatic stress disorder, okay? A stressor event for PTSD involves exposure to death, threatened death, actual or threatened serious injury, or actual or threatened sexual violence. Okay, now I know that's a mouthful. What I just want you to think about is this. I tell my team this, I tell VSOs and accredited attorneys this as well all the time. If you're wondering if your PTSD stressor is strong enough for the veteran you're serving, you need to think about this. Did the veteran fear for their life? Yes or no? Okay, I'm gonna say that one more time. If you're wondering if your PTSD stressor is strong enough in VA speak, a good litmus test is to ask yourself, did the veteran, did you or did you not fear for your life, okay? Now, that exposure, some of the stuff that we talked about, it can be directly involved, it can be indirectly involved, maybe it's something that you witnessed in person, or maybe it's even something that just indirectly you kept hearing about over and over and over again and so you, know, you were panicking you were thinking about it and that triggered you to have post-traumatic stress disorder okay now for va rating purposes when the va talks about post-traumatic stress disorder they're going to categorize it in two categories okay there are three categories of mental health claims for disability compensation purposes but today we're really going to focus on two involving post-traumatic stress disorder, and that is PTSD combat and PTSD non-combat, okay? And then we're gonna talk about some of the stressors associated with that. Now, a few folks have asked me, Brian, what, what do you mean? I, I read the regulation, it talks about PTSD combat being directly engaged in combat with the enemy. Okay, I get it, that's old and outdated. In order to get service connected for PTSD combat, you do not, have to have been directly engaged with the enemy, okay? Um, think about, like I was in Afghanistan in 2011, okay? Tons of indirect combat situations happened all the time. Things like rocket attacks, mortar attacks, indirect fire, okay? So uh, think about that if you were in Iraq or in Afghanistan that, guess what? That's PTSD combat. That's a PTSD combat stressor. Rockets and mortars in Iraq. Um, maybe there was an IED event 
that occurred in Afghanistan. Okay, maybe you're a Vietnam vet and there was an enemy ambush that happened. That would be considered PTSD combat. Maybe you're in the, maybe you're in the Navy. There was a flight deck crash, okay? But you were in the Gulf supporting contingency or of wartime operations. That would be considered a PTSD combat stressor. Um, maybe you witnessed or saw a fellow brother or sister killed while deployed. KIA killed in action. That would be considered a PTSD combat stressor, okay? And now let's talk real quick though about examples of the other category, which is actually what we see more commonly. Uh, myth busting here real quick. I've seen some folks talk in some of these other garbage Facebook groups that post-traumatic stress disorder has to be related to combat. That is absolutely false, okay? Many, many, many veterans have or develop post-traumatic stress disorder due to a non-combat situation. Okay, those are what's called non-combat stressors. Now, sadly, one of the ones that we see way more often than I think we should is PTSD non-combat related to MST, which stands for military sexual trauma. Okay, now that can be either assault or harassment. Okay, we see that a lot. Um, maybe a, a service member took their own life, committed suicide uh, when you were in the dorms, right? Just at home station. That would be the, an example of a PTSD non-combat stressor. Uh, maybe you were in a serious car accident, a training accident. You were the witness to a rape, okay? Or a witness to an assault or a battery on another service member um, that happened right before your eyes. Um, maybe there was a severe weather event, like a hurricane. You're on a Navy ship. Uh, severe storm, okay? You feared for your life that you were gonna die in this hurricane event, okay? Maybe a death of a family member. We actually recently had a veteran get service connected for PTSD non-combat due to the loss of their child. Uh, they had a miscarriage, the spouse had a miscarriage. Um, that was enough to rise to the level of a traumatic event that triggered the vet's PTSD, okay? So those are just some examples though of the two types of PTSD, PTSD combat, PTSD non-combat, and then the stressors associated with those things. Veterans, you must keep the stressor front and center in the back of your brain if you are gonna file a VA disability claim for post-traumatic stress disorder, okay? Absolutely crucial. Uh, real quick, by the way, if you believe you have post-traumatic stress disorder or some other mental health condition, and you're worried about getting it service-connected, aka proving the nexus, okay? Maybe you're already service-connected for PTSD, but you believe you deserve a higher rating, okay? You believe you're underrated, meaning you're missing out on potentially thousands of dollars of tax-free compensation for you and your family. Guys, that is what we do at VA Claims Insider. The most trusted name in VA disability claims, we've helped vets, over 5,000 of you to date have won their claims, got a higher rating. Our average win time is 62 days from start to finish. And guess what else? The average veteran inside of our elite program gets a 30% increase, okay? We've had tons of vets go from zero to 100, 10 to 100, 90 to 100, 50 to 90. 30% to 70%, right? But overall, our average increase inside of our premier medical coaching consulting program, VA Claims Insider Elite, is a 30% increase, okay? 
So if you're stuck, if you're frustrated, you're underrated, and you've been kind of sitting on the sidelines going, yeah, I'm not quite sure, Brian, if I really qualify or if my stressor is good enough or, you know, I'm at 30% for PTSD. I want to go for an increase because my symptoms are worse. Guys, we have the exact proprietary process down pat. That's what we do. Okay. And by the way, guess how much money it costs to get started? This much zero dollars. Why did we set it up this way? Because I don't, as a fellow disabled vet, I don't ever want a financial constraint to be the reason why a veteran can't join our membership program. I don't want that ever to happen to you, which is why we do this. Okay. You get access to over $13,000 instantly of our proprietary VA claim uh, program process. Okay. You're going to get permission access to and permission to use our proprietary resources. You're also going to get connected with a VA claim expert, somebody trained and certified in my process. You're going to get access to our network of medical professionals for DBQs and Nexus opinions. Guess what happens? You win your VA disability claim in less time and you get the rating and compensation you deserve. Okay. That's what we do. That's the result you get when you work with us. Okay. Again, if you want to start right now for free, you can get started at VAClaimsInsiderElite.com. If you're watching on YouTube, open up the description. You'll see it talks about the value you get today when you join for free. It's a free three-step intake to get started. If you're watching this recording on Facebook, you can scroll down and click the link. Hey, there's a link that says VA Claims Insider Elite Intake. You can click learn more, complete the three steps. You're going to hear from a member of my team in 96 hours or less. Okay. Rocking. All right. We've got psychologists. We've got medical doctors. We've got certified PAs. We've got nurse practitioners. That's what we do, guys. We help you get the medical evidence you need to win your claims, to service connect them, and to get rated at the appropriate level under the law in less time. That's it. That's what we do. That's our sole focus. Um, and by the way, you don't have to just take my word for this. You don't. It, go talk to other vets about us. Um, you can Google VA Claims Insider, uh, read our reviews. Is VA Claims Insider legit? You can go read some articles out there. Um, make your own decision, right? There's no pressure from us uh, to join our programs. Vets have lots of avenues to get help with their disability claim. This is simply, if you want to get a higher VA rating the last time, Okay, you want to win it faster, you want to get the rating you deserve in less time, less hassle, you're busy, get your butt inside of VA Claims Insider Elite. Okay, one of my team members will post the link inside the Facebook chat. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, open the description, you'll see the link there. Um, and you can click uh, VA Claims Insider Elite.com, claim your bonus value today, over $13,000 of resources. And you'll hear from us in 96 hours or less once you complete our three-step intake process. Okay? Awesome, guys. By the way, don't leave yet. I'm going to be answering your questions live. Anything you want to ask me about your disability claim, anything you want to ask me about PTSD, whether it's combat or non-combat, I'm going to hang around and answer as many as I can live. Okay? All right. So let's go back to some of these secrets about proving uh, winning your post-traumatic stress disorder claim, and more importantly, service connecting them. That's what we see a lot is vets get denied service connection. 
for post-traumatic stress disorder. So remember this, guys, under the law, codified in 38 CFR, if you want to get your post-traumatic stress disorder claim available, meaning it can be compensated under the law, you have to first service connect it, right? You got to have a diagnosis even before that, okay? So if you've been sitting on the fence and you're not getting mental health treatment, pick up the phone when you're done, call the VA mental health facility nearest you, get your butt to the doctor, guys. You got to have a diagnosis of PTSD you're going to get denied, okay? You got to have a diagnosis. And then that second piece, which we see happen a lot, is what's referred to legally as the nexus. And all that means, guys, is is there a logical link or connection between your post-traumatic stress disorder and an in-service injury, incident, or event? Okay, again, in VA speak, the stressor. Was there a stressor event that triggered your current post-traumatic stress disorder on an at least as likely as not basis? Now, stressor verification is a huge deal for VA disability claims for PTSD. It's a big, big deal. Now it's freaking laughable in the VA's duty to assist. It means their duty to not do crap is what that means because uh, they fail in their duty to assist. So don't rely on them to do it. But the bottom line is they're gonna go through and try to verify a stressor for you if it can't be verified based upon their criteria, which we'll talk about. Okay, so stressor verification is a very big deal. You have to remember and be thinking about that. Now, it's also considered or called corroboration of a claimed stressor, okay? And by definition, all corroborate means, by the way, it sounds fancy, it's not. All it means is to support with evidence and authority or make more certain. That's all it means, okay? So we'll talk about how you corroborate the stressor here in a little bit. Okay, remember this though, Vets. This is so important. Write this down or go watch the recording when we're done here today. The burden of proof to prove your in-service stressor event is on you as the veteran. I'm gonna say that again. The burden of proof to prove on an at least as likely as not basis that a stressor event occurred and happened to you is on you as the veteran. It's not on the VA, okay? They're supposed to help, but it's not on them. The burden of proof is on you. Now, how do you prove your stressors? This is, again, some of the secret sauce that we're sharing today that nobody else is talking about because they either don't know it or they don't care enough to reach out and help you. Again, that's why we exist. You want over $13,000 worth of bonuses today. You need help winning, service connecting, and getting rated at the appropriate level for PTSD. Get inside of our elite program. Okay, you can get started today for free at VA Claims VAClaimsInsiderElite.com. You should also see a little banner uh, across the screen uh, with the link, VAClaimsInsiderElite.com, okay? How do you corroborate a stressor? I get asked this all the time. How do I know, Brian, if my stressor is good enough, number one, or how do I corroborate, meaning make more certain, that the stressor event actually occurred and that it happened to me. The number one way to do that is by getting a buddy letter, okay? A buddy letter. What the heck is a buddy letter? All it is is a credible and competent supporting statement from a firsthand witness, okay? I'm gonna say that again. A competent, incredible supporting statement 
from a firsthand witness. Now, the best buddy letters, especially for post-traumatic stress disorder claims, if you're trying to corroborate a stressor event, and maybe that stressor event is not very well documented, okay? The best way to do it is to get a written statement. It can be a page long or less from a buddy you served with who was there, who can literally say, I was there when this plane crash happened on the flight deck. Brian was there. I saw it. It happened to him. He was in shell shock, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Those are the best buddy letters because a firsthand witness, okay, remember we talk about corroborate. Well, if you get a buddy letter from a firsthand witness claiming that, yeah, not only did this stressor event occur, but it occurred to him or her because I was there and here's how it affected this vet afterwards, I'm certain that his or her current PTSD was due to this event, right? That will help corroborate your stressor. Because remember, you only have to prove it on an at least as likely as not basis, okay? Now, again, if your PTSD stressor is weak, okay, a weak PTSD stressor, what is a weak PTSD stressor, okay? A weak PTSD stressor is you didn't fear for your life and it can't be verified by at least one other person, okay? That would be considered a weak PTSD stressor. I'll say that again. You did not fear for your life. And the event, the stressor event, can't be verified by at least one other person. Okay. Now, we had a vet recently. I'm going to tell a story here. Uh, he was a, a Navy vet. Okay. I'm going to talk about this example here. Okay. Uh, non combat PTSD denials are very common because the stressor events typically aren't very well documented. Okay. So this Navy vet, he had a medical diagnosis of PTSD, okay, and he was seeking treatment, by the way, at the VA. So that was all documented. He wrote a personal statement, that's what's considered a lay statement, in support of his PTSD non-combat claim. So you might be thinking, okay, well, that helps prove the nexus. He even had a buddy letter from a spouse explaining that absolutely this event did occur uh, while, while he was on active duty, I know about it. He told me about it. Here's how it's affected him, okay? The claim was denied, and the vet didn't even get a CP exam. Now, you might be looking at this going, Brian, that doesn't make sense, right? The guy had a diagnosis. He wrote a personal statement. He had a buddy letter from his spouse claiming that this event did, in fact, occur. Um, that should be a slam dunk. That should be service-connected post-traumatic stress disorder. Here's why it didn't and what you have to remember. The vet failed to corroborate, meaning to make more certain, that the vet was actually present on the ship and that the non-combat PTSD event happened to him. So think about this. If you've got a buddy letter from a spouse who didn't serve with you in the military and it's years later, how much credibility does the spousal letter have to corroborate the stressor if he or she wasn't there? Okay, so that's what the VA Raider honed in on is they said, wait a second, how can this buddy letter corroborate the stressor because the buddy wasn't there for an event that happened 30 years ago, okay? So the best buddy letters are from somebody who is physically present during the stressor event who can write a statement on your behalf to say, I'm 100% certain 
this event occurred, this event occurred to him or her, this is how it's affected him. I know because I was there, okay? You were physically present, witnessed the stressor event occur, okay? Absolutely crucial that the buddy letter you get to help corroborate your stressor explains that, okay? It is not enough that to just confirm that the event occurred, okay? Well, think about that. If it was enough, I could go turn the news on and go, oh man, there's a, a bad storm coming into the Midwest and I'm, I'm concerned about that and now I fear for my life, okay? I'm concerned that it might come here, right? Anybody could have a stressor event. You could just make something up that this was a stressor event, okay? So it's not enough to just say this hurricane occurred, this occurred, this training accident occurred. You have to corroborate it with a firsthand witness. Now, if you can't get a firsthand witness, okay, maybe you're from Korea or Vietnam and you've lost touch with everybody, okay? You, as the veteran, should write a sworn statement, also known as a sworn declaration, and tell the raider in plain English why you don't have a buddy letter. Hey, all of the soldiers died who were part of this event, or they're all gone. I've lost touch with all of them. This happened 40 years ago, right? I'm the only one left. But I swear under penalty of perjury that this event occurred. It happened to me. Here's how it's affected my life, right? And then maybe you layer in a buddy letter from a spouse or somebody else, right? Just to help um, add a little additional evidence. The other thing you can do though, is you can try to use Google to search for any newspaper articles, any incident reports about particular non-combat events, okay? Because a lot of times, again, these non-combat PTSD stressor events are not very well documented, okay? But you can download a newspaper clipping of the hurricane, right? You could download a KIA report of the vets, uh, the troops you were with and who was killed and when, right? Those kinds of things are important and they help corroborate the stressor, okay? Again, guys, if you need some help, if you want access to our buddy letter statements and templates for PTSD so that you can literally send them to your buddies to fill them out exactly how they're supposed to be structured, okay? If you want over $13,000 worth of VA claim value today for free, for free, okay? You can start by completing our three-step intake inside of our premier medical coaching and consulting program, VA Claims Insider Elite. 91% success rate, over 5,000 veterans served, an average increase of 30%, and an average win time of 62 days from start to finish. That's our current data, okay? Again, you wanna get started today, you'll hear from a team member in 96 hours or less. Just go to vaclaimsinsiderelite.com, okay? All right. So let's talk about a couple other secrets here that I think you guys really need to learn. And this is some really secret high level strategy on stressor verification, okay? If the stressor can't be verified for your PTSD claim, whether it was combat or non-combat, the VA is gonna go and look at a, a variety of places, supposedly, okay? One of them that they look at is the JSRRC, okay? Which is laughable because guess what? Most of the incidents are, are never reported. They're never documented, right? So any stressor review that happens is going to come up short. But I want you to think about, is there anything in your military personnel file 
that could help corroborate the stressor event, okay? Not every detail, you don't have to corroborate every detail, but can it help corroborate the stressor event? So those could be things like, um, maybe it was your MOS, you were in the army, and on your DD-214, there's a verification that says, hey, you were in Vietnam, right? Maybe you got a, a combat action badge in Vietnam. Okay, that would be a crucial piece of evidence to upload to either va.gov or eBenefits in support of your PTSD claim, okay? Maybe you have a performance report that went down the, the gutter fast because of your mental health condition. You could point back to that. Um, maybe you've got medals or citations. And it doesn't just have to be a combat action badge. Maybe you've got a purple heart, a silver star, a bronze star. Maybe you've got a, a DMSM for, with valor, combat situations talked about in your award citations. Upload those in support of your claim, okay? That kind of stuff though, your military personnel report can actually help corroborate a stressor. Absolutely, because that's considered primary evidence. Now, the VA also must consider secondary sources of evidence to corroborate stressors. And those are things like buddy letters, okay? Um, journals, letters, newspaper articles, maybe. I don't know about you guys, but when I was deployed to Afghanistan, I kept a journal. I wrote in it about four to five times a week. I documented what we were doing, how I was feeling, missions we had, uh, hits we took, troops we lost. Things that occurred, I kept documented in a journal. Guess what? I mean, I, believe me, when I was deployed, I had, had no intention that I, I didn't even know what the VA was, right? I kept a journal because I wanted to keep a record for me, for my kids, so that this, this experience could live on, right? But that journal became a crucial piece of evidence to prove combat PTSD, okay? So maybe there's a letter you wrote to somebody that they still have where you talked about this incident, or you kept a journal or a diary, or maybe you can find an article on Google, okay? That stuff is super important, super important. All right, now I wanna talk about a couple other things here because I don't wanna freak anybody out about post-traumatic stress disorder, stressor verification, okay? Some stuff, guys, just isn't very well documented. The VA knows that, and there's some special rules, okay? So hear me out here before you freak out about your stressor event. If it's a PTSD combat situation, okay? Again, military personnel records, DD-214s, medals, citations, in your personal statement alone can be enough to corroborate your stressor that you were in combat, right? Especially if you're a more recent combat vet, like Iraq, Operation Iraqi Freedom, Operation During Freedom, okay? Your personal testimony is usually enough to corroborate the stressor for PTSD combat. Now, when it comes to PTSD non-combat claims, it usually gets a little tougher, okay? Because these stressor events and incidents are not very well documented. That's why we recommend getting at least one buddy letter from a firsthand witness, okay? Somebody who can say, this event occurred, it was stressful, I feared for my life, I know he feared for his life, and by the way, this stressor event happened to him. How do I know that? Because I was there, right? Those are the most powerful buddy letters. First-hand witnesses, people who were there, okay? Now, if you can't get a buddy letter from a first-hand witness, at least get one from a spouse or somebody who's a second or third-hand witness 
and you need to write a sworn statement, okay? And talk about, just tell the, the Raider in plain Ingress why this incident wasn't well documented, okay? Uh, quick thing about PTSD non-combat claims, especially for MST, military sexual trauma, assault, uh, or harassment. You do not have to speak about and corroborate every detail, okay? And there's different stressor verification requirements because of the nature of the stressor, okay? And it makes sense, right? If you're the victim of sexual assault or sexual harassment, you probably didn't tell anybody about it, okay? It's probably not documented. Furthermore, maybe the perpetrator is your boss, somebody in the chain of command. So of course you're not gonna talk about it and you're not gonna report it to your chain of command because maybe the chain of command was the one harassing or assaulting you, okay? So there are special stressor verification requirements for MST situations. Normally, your first-hand witness testimony, a one-page letter claiming this happened, here's the approximate date and time, right? Here's what, what occurred, here's how it's affected my life, that's enough for a PTSD MST situation, okay? You don't have to have a buddy letter from first-hand witness, probably not a first-hand witness around, number one. Number two, the incident was probably never reported, okay? So it's easier to corroborate and prove a stressor in an MST situation, okay? Absolutely crucially important. Um, let's see here. What else can we talk about a PTSD claims? Oh, uh, PTSD rating criteria. Okay, PTSD VA claims can be rated on a scale of zero to 100. Okay, and there's increments, there's stops at 10%, 30%, 50%, 70%, and 100%. Okay, Combat Craig, who's on right now, what's up, brother? He's got a, a great video series coming out where he's actually deep diving every single category of rating for mental health, okay, specifically PTSD, from zero all the way to 100%. The symptoms get markedly more severe as you climb the ladder, okay? At the 100% rating criteria for mental health and for PTSD, it talks about total occupational and social impairment, okay? Total occupational and social impairment. Delusional thoughts, hallucinations, grossly inappropriate behavior, inability to care for oneself, basic hygiene, very, very serious symptoms, guys very serious symptoms at the 100% level. And then all the way down to 0%, where maybe you've got a diagnosis, but there's no symptoms, right? You've got zero occupational and social impairment, right? And then there's stops along the way at 10, 30, 50, 70. Now, according to the VA's own research, the secret VBA data reported to Congress, the most common VA disability rating, the median and the mean rating for post-traumatic stress disorder is 70%, okay? The most common VA disability rating for PTSD and mental health conditions is 70%. Guys, it's a high value VA disability claim. If you haven't claimed your mental health condition or you're under 70% and you believe you deserve a higher rating, file for an increase and get a disability benefit questionnaire completed by a US board certified psychologist or psychiatrist. Because guess what? The VA is authorized to grant you the increase based upon the DBQ alone. Now they might order a CNP exam, 
compensation and pension exam. Still very common for that to happen, but you also might get the higher rating based on the DBQ alone. Again, guys, it's about getting you the rating and compensation you deserve in less time. We can help, that's what we do. We come at this from the medical evidence side. Okay, if you wanna get connected to our network of independent medical providers, get your butt inside of Elite. VA Claims Insider Elite. Guys, you'll get over $13,000 worth of proprietary VA claim resources. You can get started right now completing our free three-step intake. Okay, step one, you enter your basic information. Okay, and then you click go on to step two. In step two, you gotta sign our membership agreement and our privacy policy to protect you, us, your medical info, okay? And then in 96 hours or less, you're gonna hear from a member of my team. And at the same time, you're gonna get access to the VA Claims Insider Mastermind Group on Facebook. Live 24-7, 365 support. Any questions you have about your disability claim, live and in community. Okay, again, it's a free three-step intake, guys, at VA Claims insiderelite.com okay uh, we've also got some great blog posts out there by the way on post-traumatic stress disorder claims um, there's actual buddy letter for ptsd templates out there um, don't struggle on your own guys we have so many free resources available to assist you and i don't want you guys to struggle on your own okay <laughs> this is pretty awesome we got a, a watch party going on inside the mastermind which is totally rad um, okay we talked all about post-traumatic stress disorder claims. Oh my goodness, we talked about PTSD combat. We talked about PTSD non-combat. We talked about stressors. We talked about in-service stressors. We talked about stressor verification, right? What do you need to prove your stressor on an at least as likely as not basis? How do you corroborate the stressor? And then ultimately, how do you get an increase? If your condition's already service-connected, you don't have to corroborate the stressor anymore. It's already service-connected. But if your symptoms are worse, you can prove it and get the higher rating based upon the DBQ alone, okay? A disability benefit questionnaire for PTSD review completed by a U.S. board certified psychologist or psychiatrist, okay? Um, we'll also have, you, you'll need to write a personal statement as well to support how your symptoms are worse. It helps if you have medical evidence, of course, but it's not required, meaning you're seeking treatment now. It's not required, but it's helpful. Um, but I mean, you might get an increase to 50, 70, hundred percent in eight to 14 days with no CNP exam. In fact, we just had a vet go to hundred percent in eight days. She can't believe it. She's like, what, how did this happen? Guys, if you give the VA rater everything they need to make a decision faster, what do you think is going to happen? They're busy people. You just made their life easier, right? That's what this is about. Okay. All right, uh, you guys are awesome. A whole bunch of people have been asking questions. People are answering questions from my team. Thank you guys. Have such a, an amazing freaking team. Uh, absolutely love you guys. Thank you. The insider team, I, I could not do this without you guys. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And there's only 122 of you on live, which is so cool. So cool, you guys. Um, see, I can see you right here in my mobile. <laughs> Awesome. All right. So I'm going to take some questions here. Um, let's see. Thank you to my team as well. We're posting stuff in here. 
Um, James, if I'm already service connected, 50% for PTSD, will I need a stressor letter if I'm going for an increase? N no, no, because you're already service connected, okay? The importance of getting a buddy letter to help corroborate your stressor or you writing a personal statement about your stressor is if you're filing for PTSD for the first time, okay? Because you're trying to prove service connection, which is that nexus. But if you're already service connected, but you believe you're underrated, meaning you deserve an increase, you simply file for an increase, right? You don't need to corroborate your stressor because you're already service connected, okay? Now, I highly recommend uh, you get your butt to the doctor. You better tell them how your symptoms are worse so it gets documented. And I think you should also uh, get an independent psych eval from a U.S. board-certified psychologist or psychiatrist. Um, because again, you might get the increase based upon the DBQ alone, okay? Um, is it difficult to get migraines, very severe headaches, migraines, secondary to combat PTSD? Uh, no, that's, that's a pretty easy link, Mike. Thank you for that question. Um, migraine headaches. Okay, what's the difference between a migraine headache and a tension headache? A migraine headache rises to the level under VA rating speak of, of a term called prostrating. Prostrating, which means you have to lay down. That's what to prostrate means. Your migraines are so severe that you have to lay down. Um, to prove migraines, migraine headaches, secondary to service-connected PTSD, okay, you're gonna need a diagnosis of migraines, number one. So if you don't have one, make sure you get one. Number two, there has to be a link to that current service-connected disability, PTSD, which there is one, right? You're saying you're already service-connected for PTSD. And then the third part for you, Mike, which is most crucial, there has to be a medical evidence link connecting the two conditions, okay? You're gonna need a medical nexus letter in order to connect migraines, secondary to service-connected PTSD. Now, there's all kinds of medical research that links the two. Another very common link is through side effects of medication. Okay, medication side effects. Um, maybe you're taking uh, SSRIs and antidepressants for your PTSD, right? Well, guess what? Those drugs have wicked side effects. Sexual dysfunction, headaches, diarrhea, IBS, vomiting, sleeplessness. There's a, a whole host of side effects of medications for mental health conditions. And of course, one of them would be migraines, headaches, severe migraine headaches. So um, depending on what the evidence shows, you could either connect it that way through the interim link of medication side effects or a direct connection, okay? Um, another very direct connection is migraines secondary to tinnitus, tinnitus, or as some of our team members like to say, tinnitus, which is the ringing in your ear. Okay, if you've got 10% service connection already for tinnitus, uh, a tinnitus, the ringing of your ear syndrome, guess what? It's a very easy link to connect migraines secondary to tinnitus. Again, what do you need? You need a medical nexus letter from a doctor. What do we do? We get you credible and competent medical nexus letters. What's the result? You win service connect and get rated at the appropriate level in less time. That's it. It's a very, very simple process, guys. Get your butt inside of Elite, VA claims, insiderelite.com, claim over $13,000 worth of bonuses. Guys, we're the most trusted 
name in VA disability claims. Don't believe me? Go read our reviews. Go ask a neighbor. William, I just got rated at 70% by one of your doctors yesterday. Perfect. You're probably going to win your claim, man. Glenn, take care, man. He wrote, it's got to run, guys. Kaboom! Right? You all know I say boom all the time. I don't have my boom ball with me today. I'll bring it next time. Um, Evelyn says, thank you so much. You're very welcome, Evelyn. I'm glad you joined us today. There's over 120 of you on live still. By the way, if you're watching the replay on Facebook or on YouTube, welcome to you as well. Okay? Don't want you to feel left out. Um, if you have a question, post it in the comments section. If you're watching on YouTube, open up the description, scroll to the bottom, ask your question in the comments. We're going to try to answer as many of them as we can. Mike wrote, what are your thoughts on aggravated flat feet with in-service ankle sprain and Achilles tendon claim that later brought about plantar fasciitis and, and foot spasms? Uh, absolutely. There's a clear link between flat feet plus panis, okay, uh, pest planus, excuse me, uh, flat feet. Now, even if you came into the military with flat feet, Mike, um, Plantar fasciitis is typically one of the painful results, the aggravation component, aka proximately due to or the result of your flat feet. Okay, so um, very, I think, easy common link. Again, I highly recommend you get a medical nexus letter to submit that. Otherwise, you risk being denied service connection. Okay. What's up, KP? Kelly Patton, love you, brother. What's up, Rashida? She says, thanks, Brian. Hey, James, what do we say when the CNP exam, if the CNP examiner asks me why I live in Asia and saw a site that's in California? Okay, can you see psychologists from out of state? Yes. The Department of Veterans Affairs is a federal program. Guess what, VA secretary? Guess what, VA raiders? Get your freaking heads out of the sand. Medical evidence is medical evidence. It doesn't matter where somebody got it. It doesn't matter where it was completed. If it's competent, incredible medical evidence, and the psychologist or psychiatrist who did the exam was able to see the veteran in person, by law, you must accept it. Now, maybe you're not going to accept that by itself for rating purposes. So then you're going to order a CNP exam. Got it. Okay, vet, you must be prepared for your compensation and pension exam. If you get denied service connection for PTSD or the Raider writes some stupid bull crap in their denial letter about why something wasn't competent, credible, why they couldn't accept it, blah, 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 do a higher level review, okay? File an HLR, a higher level review, speak to a DRO and tell him or her exactly why the Raider's wrong, okay? Explain why the CNP examiner's crap. Um, just be honest about it. Tell them I, I'm working with a company. I've been denied VA benefits for so long that I hired an expertise, uh, a medical consulting and coaching company who connected me with a U.S. board certified psychologist. And yes, I have a diagnosis. And yes, I have symptoms. And yes, it's service connected. Okay. Don't let them, don't let them bait you into some bull crap. Makes me so freaking mad. Our CNP examiners, you suck. Okay. I will never stop saying it until it changes. CNP examiners, especially you VA psychologists and psychiatrists, you suck. <laughs> oh, 
it never gets old. I love calling them out. And by the way, I'm encouraging our community of over 200,000 veterans that come to our websites every month that if they get a crap CNP exam to go review your butt and rate how much you suck on Google, Yelp, report your butt. And I hope there's action against you. Uh, let's see here. Demetrius, if I experienced a motor vehicle accident while on active duty and it contributed to some of my disabilities in a police report showing the connection, is that enough to establish service connection? Absolutely. Okay. It occurred while you were serving on active duty service. Okay. Even though it was off base, um, it contributed, meaning it, it caused or aggravated disabilities you're suffering from today. Um, you've got a police report, right? That would, that would help corroborate the event, the stressor. Um, you've got Demetrius, a, a clear stressor, in my opinion, for a PTSD non-combat claim. If it's mental health, yeah, maybe it's physical conditions, shoulder pain and problems, knee issues, uh, burns. Maybe you've got scars now because of this motor vehicle accident that happened on active duty. Um, but absolutely enough, that, that's enough of a stressor. Um, I mean, is it reasonable that you feared for your life? I think so, right? That's absolutely um, a, a strong stressor event. And you've got that police report. I think you can corroborate it. What's up, Combat Craig? Man, shout out to Combat Craig, my man. You'll see him on our YouTube channel and on the Combat Craig channel. This brother has up-leveled our branding game, our video game. I mean, we're, guys, we're going live every freaking day of the week. We are coming at you live seven days a week. Nobody else is even close to what we're doing. Not even close. That's the power of the VA Claims Insider Movement. Uh, Combat Chris, wait, you really have legs? Yes, I do. I have legs. Uh, Mike, Brian, I love what you and your team does. I have found myself defending you guys in other forums. Thanks, man. You know what? Uh, not everybody loves us. I, I get it, right? There's, there's some clowns out there who are jealous of us. Um, there's some, some vets who talk poorly of, of, hey, you know, you shouldn't ever have to pay for this. I get it, right? You're not a client. If you don't believe what we believe, okay, if you're not willing to come in and, and actually do some work, um, and if you haven't tried first yet with a, a VSO for free or somebody else, you're probably not a good fit for our service. It's pretty simple, right? Uh, I don't run this company trying to keep everybody happy, okay? Every single veteran is not our client. In fact, if you don't believe what we believe and you don't want to do any work at all, you're not, you're not a good fit for us, okay? We only want veterans who come in going, you know what? I am underrated or I deserve an increase, or I want to do this right the first time. I want to go to 100% because that's what I deserve by law based upon my disabilities. And yes, I am willing to pay a little bit at the end for access to, to this company's proprietary resources, right? We've got 140 people supporting our movement, guys. Uh, that isn't free, right? I haven't met a doctor yet who's willing to work for free. If you know one, shoot them my way, okay? Uh, there's nothing wrong with earning a living serving veterans, right? We're very honest about that. We're very open and honest. If you don't want to pay our fees, don't join our program. It's pretty simple. Go use a VSO for free. Uh, go try to find a pro bono credit attorney for free. 
um, I can promise you, you're, you're probably still going to get denied and you're still going to be banging your head against the wall. So would you rather pay a little bit to get a huge result that could potentially be worth over a million dollars over the course of your life? I don't know. I, I would probably take that chance, but that's just me. Okay. Again, let the haters hate. We can't serve everybody. Um, and some people just don't get it right. Some vets believe that everything should be free. Um, it's a, a mentality of brokenness. Guess what? Everything in this world ain't free. Okay. When you go get an oil change, is that free because you're a veteran? When you go shop at Walmart, do you buy stuff and go through the, the, the checkout counter and go flash your veteran card and say, Hey, this should be free. Cause I'm a veteran. No, you don't. You pay for value. Okay. If you don't want to pay for value, don't come into our program. It's pretty simple. Uh, the more detail, the better. I still, heard from, I still haven't heard from DAV to start my claim. Oh, Lord in heaven. Don't get me started about our VSOs. Um, I love our VSOs. We need our VSOs. We must. There's millions of disabled veterans around the world who need help. We can't serve everybody. We need our VSOs. Sadly, our VSOs many times are failing our veterans. They're in one deep slots. They're way too busy. They work part-time. They don't care. They're not trained. You name it, we've seen it, okay? Antonio, preach it, B. I always preach it. Um, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people get help using telemedicine. So the VA itself is going through a complete transformation right now. In fact, the VA itself is using telemedicine, telehealth, video teleconference like I'm doing with you right now to do its own CNP exams for mental health. It's happening right now before our eyes. We're just ahead of the game. Okay. Um, what's up, Leah B? Leah Buckholtz, our med team lead. She's amazing. Army troop. Love you, Leah. Hey, Joey. Um, um, we all know you pay for value. Absolutely. You, you pay for value, right? If you don't get value, you don't pay. That's the best part about our program. If you don't win your claim and you don't get a higher rating, you owe us nothing. You don't owe us a penny. We have assumed all the risk for you up front as fellow disabled vets. Why? Because I care about you. Why do I let you in free up front? We could shift it. I could charge you you $5,000, $10,000 for access to our program up front and not care about the outcome, but I don't feel good about that. I don't want to put any financial constraints on you. I want to assume the risk for you, and I only want your money if we're successful. If we get you the rating compensation you deserve, we operate at a profit, it helps us grow the movement, we add more people, we serve more vets, right? Oh, and we can give back a whole lot more, right? That's what's so important. What's up, Luis? I'm using your service right now. Awesome. Um, hey, Brian, I'm rated at 70% and receive 100% with unemployability. So TDIU. I had four surgeries due to my injuries in the Marine Corps. Should I put in a claim for flat feet, hearing loss, and shaving bumps? Um, you certainly can. Ben, it looks like you're, you're already being compensated at the 100% level, so you're not going to get any additional compensation per se. Um, but you certainly can go for that. Uh, we've also encountered a lot of situations where vets say, you know, hey, I'm, I'm collecting unemployability, but I don't want to anymore. I want to get back to the workforce. Okay. 
absolutely, then go for it. You know, maybe you can raise yourself to 100% scheduler, right? Or 100% PNT or whatever. Um, <laughs> this is awesome. Good morning, Brian. Tactical Ted here. Ooh, I like that. Sounds like the start of another YouTube channel. Combat Craig, look out, bro. You got some competition. <laughs> uh, Brian, you and a handful of others have elevated the discussion on VA disability claims over the past couple of years. You have said that your mission is to be the most trusted name in VA claims. If you have not already met that mark, you are very close. Oh, man. Thank you, Mike. That means a lot. Um, it's, there's just not enough great human beings, especially not enough vets, disabled vets, people just like you who get it, who are sharing what's really going on. And by the way, that's why I named our company VA Claims Insider. Insider. We get access, guys, to information that nobody else does. That's what makes us insiders. I communicate with actual VA rating officials on a weekly basis about stuff that's going on, policy changes, updates to things, how claims are being rated, use of DBQs, nexus letters, new uh, court cases, right? Come to us. That's why we're the most trusted name in VA claims. It's not, I didn't just make this stuff up myself. I lean on case law precedent. I lean on other resources out there, forums and groups. We're learning from helping over 5,000 vets. We speak to raiders, right? That's the reason we know so much, guys. Um, Mike, I heard you have a clinic in North Carolina. Is this true? Yes, it is. So we've got uh, in-person disability exams and DBQ availability right now, especially if you've got an orthopedic condition, something that requires an in-person exam, okay? Um, let's see. Oh, my gosh. You guys are crazy. So crazy. There's still over 100 of you on right now, which is just so awesome. I love you guys, man. The insider family, the community here, veterans helping veterans get the VA disability rating compensation you deserve in less time. We are on fire right now. Our movement is on fire. I'm so blessed, guys, to get to do this every single day. Um, it's just amazing. Um, I say the left combat Craig's team. You will need. Oh yeah, Theo. Sorry about that. So you just started with us. Awesome, man. With combat Craig, which is totally rad. Uh, we're up in our YouTube game uh, to another level, guys. Uh, we we almost have as many followers as the VA's channel does. Which is, I would I shouldn't say that's crazy because their content sucks. Um, but you guys are listening. You're absorbing this content so that you can help yourself get the rating and compensation you deserve, okay? Which is totally awesome. Um, okay, I'll answer one more here, guys. We've already gone over an hour, so I'm trying to be respectful of your time as well. Sherry wrote, I was assaulted by foreign military during overseas, no report, no witnesses. Many years later, I was encouraged to journal my collection, that statement became part of my claim. Um, it helped, it was also therapeutic for me to write about that. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. Um, sometimes these stressor events, guys, are, you don't wanna relive it, right? Who wants to relive 
a, a stressor event, an MST situation, a combat situation, nobody, right? Nobody wants to relive it. Um, however, it can be therapeutic to, to put pen to paper, to be honest about it, to get it out there after all these years. Um, it really can. And of course, it's, it's going to help corroborate and support um, the claim stressor for mental health, which is important. Okay. All right, you guys, this is so awesome. Again, I'm so blessed to, to do this, to be able to serve you guys live and in community with the unbelievable insider team. Um, we're a movement, guys. We are a movement with legs. We're coming at you worldwide. All right, we're on the path. If we haven't already achieved it, we're on the path to becoming the most trusted name in VA disability claims. Okay, reminder, if you're watching on YouTube, you're watching Facebook recording, there's a link to join Elite below, VA Claim Insider Elite Intake. It's a free three-step intake to get started today, guys. You'll hear from us in 96 hours or less. If you have a question that I didn't answer here live, open up the comment section, open up uh, down at the bottom here on YouTube, type your comment in, and Combat Craig and I and the rest of the YouTube team, we're gonna circle back and try to help you and answer it. Okay, whether or not you choose to work with us or not, um, we're still going to try to help you. We're still going to try to serve you. That's, that's what we're all about. Okay. All right, guys. Brian Reese here, the VA Claims Insider, out from Austin, Texas. I love you, and we'll see you next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central.